0: This is Stick to Sports Podcast with Noah and Logan. What a weird sandwich week in college football. I mean, this is what we expect, honestly, the week before Thanksgiving, the week before Rivalry Week. There's a bunch of weird stuff that happens between maybe ranked teams, maybe teams that have no business winning games, teams that have been undefeated, have one or two losses. This is the week where, you know, you kind of know if your season's over or if you still have high stakes. this was a very w- weird week in college football. And, you know, we could talk about the the implications that are that's going to happen with this upcoming rivalry week. We might this might be one of the biggest weeks in college football history. I'm not, I'm not even going to lie. Uh, in week thirteen, but let's talk about week twelve. First off, first off, I still think Georgia's the best team in the country at this point. They go into Neyland Stadium completely dominate the game they were only down at 1.70 when tennessee thought they scored the first touchdown and they thought it was going to be a game it was not a game this was not a game at all carson Beck looked fantastic he threw for almost 300 yards three tutties what an amazing game for him and honestly what an amazing season for him he's definitely a top five quarterback in my opinion this year and next year he's probably going to be one of the people leading the heisman race honestly now that you know caleb williams michael penix bo nicks they're going to be gone I think Carson Beck is going to definitely come back and lead Georgia to probably what's going to be their fourth straight national title at that point. Um, but yeah, Tennessee. Tennessee's weird this year. You know, I definitely didn't expect much from them. I definitely thought that they were going to be as close to being as good as they were with under Henry Hooker with Joe Milton. But Joe Milton definitely hasn't been. He really hasn't been the player that I think we all expected him to be um, this year. He he's he's been okay. He's been serviceable. Uh, He's 16 touchdowns, five interceptions. He he's been fine. He's literally just been fine, but I I think what they expected, especially after the huge bowl performance he had last year, they thought he was going to be like as good as Henning Hooker, truth be told with that arm, but that's obviously not the case. Georgia goes into dealing and just takes care of business whole handedly. They go into next week, pretty, Pretty comfortably against Georgia Tech, I believe. So we'll, we'll see what happens in that game. We could go to Ohio State real quick. Completely dominating Minnesota. This was basically a warm-up with looking ahead to Michigan. And if you want to talk about Michigan, Michigan, John Harbaugh decides to, not take the, to just take the suspension and not fight it. Whole new thing. And the linebacker's coach gets fired because of destroying evidence. Uncle T, a mysterious booster. That whole situation. Shaman Moore has been the guy who's been calling the plays in the last two games. And under that, we've seen probably the most conservative Michigan team I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Let's talk about J.J. McCarthy and how he's. this is not the way you want your quarterback to be playing going into the biggest game of the year. Um, 12-23, 141 yards and an interception. Okay, they go up against a Maryland team that who's offensively good, but defensively they're not sound at all um 31 24 they escaped they escaped from maryland um i don't know what the hell sean moore is doing i don't know what the hell michigan expects to do going into ohio state and you know some could say hey look this they could not be showing the playbook they want to be conservative i don't know if jj mccarthy's hurt i don't know what is happening um because even the run game they rushed 45 times 150 yards But they weren't getting the same explosive plays that they wanted to, the ones that they usually do. And I don't know if that's going to go well against an Ohio State defense that's definitely better um, than it used to be. I'm not going to speak too much about this game right now. We're definitely going to look ahead to next week after we talk about the playoff rankings that we expect to go down on Tuesday night. But at the same time, look, I I don't know what J.J. McCarthy is doing. I don't know what Sharon Moore is doing. Yes, I understand Jim Harbaugh. It's not going to be on the sidelines anymore. Yes, I understand that this is a very testy, tested <laughs> um, team for um, Ohio State. Yeah, they definitely have had more success up against bigger teams, and Michigan has the one win against Penn State. But at the same time, this is not how you want J.J. McCarthy to be playing. And to me, it's a kind of ha-ha moment for me because this is the same quarterback that people were trying to tell me was the best team, the best quarterback <laughs> in um in the nation and in the Big Ten, that's not that's obviously not true. Um, where else can we go? I mean, I know one game we're gonna go to um, at one point, but we'll end it on that. Um, the Pac-12 game between um, Washington and Oregon State. We'll talk about that in a bit. Texas goes to Iowa State and wins by Ted. You know that's a that's a stadium that they've lost the last four. Um, at and i'm glad that they finally got out of there with a win because you know texas is a team that's kind of been shaking in the last couple weeks um escaping really in their last couple games you know they haven't really been I, I still thought of texas as a playoff favorite they've kind of they haven't been really beating the teams they needed to beat they barely beat houston a few weeks back barely beat kansas state barely beat tcu but, you know, they get Texas Tech this week. Texas Tech is a team that, you know, always plays Texas hard. I would be sh- shocked if they, Texas were to lose that game, but it wouldn't surprise it. it would surprise me if Texas were to lose that game. But it wouldn't be crazy for me to say that it's going to be a slugfest where Texas Tech could end up being the victor. Um, what else do we have here? Shh, Alabama being beating Chattanooga as usual. Missouri, that is another game. Florida is a interesting team, um, because I don't know if they're good or not. You know, they're a team that, for a lot of people, they think that Florida is a good team. Some people think they're a bad team. They had a loss against Utah at the beginning of the year, but then they beat Tennessee, but then they lost to Kentucky, but then they beat South Carolina. Like it, it's it's very weird, but they're on a four game losing streak with a game against Florida State coming up in the swamp. I don't know. I, let's talk about the Florida State game, right? Florida State loses Jordan Travis um, early against Northern Alabama. He broke breaks his leg. His college career is over. He just put out a statement um, on Instagram this morning. What do we expect from Florida State going into this game? Do we expect that they're going to go in and completely dominate with uh, Tate Roadmaker, I believe is his name, as the backup QB? Or do we think Florida's going to keep it close? This is in the swamp, Florida. This is their. So this is Florida Super Bowl. At this point, it would be a top four victory. Um, or I'd, I'd love to see where the AP poll puts them, but, uh, or the college football playoff rankings put them. But it'd be a top four victory against a rival in the swamp. Is that? A, I need to see if that's a night game. I, I don't know. It makes me. It makes me very nervous for Florida State. I still think. Florida State's going to win this game because I don't think Florida is very good. Um, Florida State, it is a night game um, in the swamp. Jeez. Billy Napier says it's a game that matters 24-7, 365. It does. This is probably Florida's – this is probably Florida State's biggest test um, so far. Recently, they've been kind of coasting through competition. Not not saying it's their biggest test because of – opponent schedule but just because of the storylines surrounding this game plus the fact that they're going in with the backup qb we'll talk about the backup qb and that implications in the college football playoff rankings and um playoff outlook that's gonna be a huge game can't wait for that missouri gets a great win brady cook was fantastic um in that fourth quarter i I think it was he, he played very well um louisville gets a good win over miami Rutgers loses to Penn State. They still haven't scored a touchdown in Beaver Stadium since joining the Big 10. It, crazy. Uh, Oklahoma, close win against BYU. I, I don't want to talk about Oklahoma anymore. I knew this was going to be the Oklahoma we'd get. And then Arizona getting a win over Utah, actually destroying Utah. Arizona is a great, great team. I love Arizona this year. I think next, next year we'll see what Arizona looks like in the Big 12, but this was a really good year for Arizona. I, I loved just all the storylines that came out of there this year. Um, they were a, a one, one win away from a Pac-12 uh, title birth, honestly. They had beaten Washington a couple weeks back. They'd probably be in the Big Ten titles. I mean, big Pac-12 title. I know what I was talking about there. Uh, but now let's talk about Washington, right? <sighs> Washington is an interesting team this year. They have – they don't have the best defense, right? They actually went into the Oregon State game as underdogs. It's crazy that you would think a top five team would go into a a road game as an underdog against, as some would think, an inferior opponent. But that wasn't the case at all, okay? Washington has done something this year where they just keep finding a way to win. Washington is literally one of the best teams this year when it comes to, like, just showing up in the big moments, whether it's, you know, against Arizona State a few weeks back where they basically just uh, they just they played terribly the entire game and then finally found a way to just win. But Washington was trash in the second half. Um, they didn't score a point in the second half of this game, this Oregon State game, but they still found a way to win. And that is what I love to see. The, their defense got it done. Their defense got it done this this week, and now they clinch the Pac-12 championship berth, and they go into the Apple Cup pretty. I, I don't think they'll lose against Washington State. Truth be told, because Washington State has just been on a downfall, downslide ever since the beginning of the season after the first five weeks. Um, but they they played great. The defense played great. I don't really my Michael Pettix Jr. didn't look good at all, truth be told. Like it was it was kind of annoying because he couldn't find his he couldn't, you know, spread the wealth with his receivers. Um Romeo Donze looked really good though. Um he was fantastic. Other than that, I, I legitimately think that Washington deserves to be in the playoff. I do, do they make the playoff? We'll see. But I I, I love this Washington team, man. It, it, this Washington team is so good. Uh I feel like I'm trying to think. Oregon State th- this is such a the the time management in the last in the fourth quarter was so terrible for Oregon State because they got the ball back with 7 minutes left and then they just they just trudged down the field. It was literally like annoying to watch because they literally just trudge down the field, take it off the clock, take it off the clock, take it off the clock. There was a point where I was like, okay, if Oregon State even even if they score a touchdown here, they're losing. Um, because they don't—they're not giving enough time to um, get the ball. You really want to get the ball back. You want to be the last person with the ball when you are playing a Washington team like this. Um, but at the same time, they got a fourth and five, couldn't convert. Great stop by the Washington defense, and they never got the ball back because Washington just killed the clock. I—I uh, I, I love this Washington Huskies team. They're five right now in the AP. I would love to see what happens um, because of the Florida State injury implications, um, and we'll talk about that. We'll guess. We'll predict the top 25 for the college football playoff. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, it's great, great game in the Pac-12 this this year. The last season of the Pac-12 is ending this week. This week we'll see the last Pac-12 regular season game. It, it's it's fantastic. Uh, what a way to end the this amazing, amazing year for them. Um, and then Oklahoma State beating Houston. That's nothing. Kansas State beating Kansas. Did, did Kansas clinch a – I don't know what the Big 12 title looks like right now, actually, because I know Oklahoma has two two wins. But let me – I, I didn't see what happens. We'll talk about that later. I'm not sure what exactly happens um, with them. But Kansas State, huge win over Kansas on the road at the Sunflower Showdown. Let's, let's look at the college football playoff rankings. So, right now, we need to figure out where do we think the college football playoff committee is going to put each team. To me, the AP has been – right now, the AP isn't really, like, relevant anymore because, you know, they're not as aggressive in their rankings anymore because everything doesn't matter. Um, in the AP, James Madison dropped to six, dropped to 24. They dropped six spots after they lost to App State. In overtime, Tennessee drops four spots to the 25th. Iowa's back in the AP rankings because they just clinched a Big Ten title berth. Um, Notre Dame is up. Arizona's up. Oregon State only dropped five points. And pretty much everyone up, everyone in the top 15 only went up one spot. And then there was some, you know, stagnancy. And then... The big thing being Washington and Florida State switching spots in Michigan and Ohio State switching spots. <sighs> Let me think about how the how the college football playoff is going to do their rankings this week. Um, I'm not really I'm not going to say I'm bad at this. I'm not bad at this at all. I don't think. I think for me, narrative means a lot when it comes to you know picking a college football playoff um poll or even just picking the college football playoff in general the top five top five is going to be very interesting for me and it's going to be it's probably going to be very hard for me to do so we'll start we'll start um we'll start at, we'll start at one and then work our way down i think that's the best way to do the poll truth be told um because only because like, when you start looking at the bottom and the resumes there, it's hard to see where the drops happen, you know? So let's start with my top 25. Um, here is my top 25 for the college football playoff. Number one, I think Georgia is the best team in the nation. I think they went out and they completely gutted a Tennessee team that, on the road that people thought was going to be their first test away from Athens, everyone was like, oh my gosh, Georgia, they might go into Neyland and, you know, they might get scared. And they didn't even break a sweat and ma- they handled that game completely. Number two, I think Ohio State stays as the, the number two team in the country. Um, especially because, you know, they had they had a very, very convincing win over Minnesota. They, they've just coasted. They're coasting into the game as... Uh, they're probably going to be favorites. I didn't even look at the lines. I'll look at the line in a second, but they're going to be, they're going to be very formidable opponents for Michigan this year. And they have looked the part the last couple weeks. They haven't, they haven't even been tested. Like it doesn't feel like they've since Penn state was their last big push and they pushed back. So Ohio state's the number two team. Number three, I'm going to go Michigan. I think, Michigan didn't do enough to drop out of that number 3 spot and I think it's going to make this next this game this weekend the biggest game in college football history with a 2-3 matchup. Basically, the stakes are huge for everyone below them and for each of them cuz one of them gets to play in the Big 10 title game and one of them doesn't. We'll see what happens. Now, 4 and 5. I'm going to I think Washington jumps to Florida State here. I think Washington jumps to Florida State and gets the number four here. I say this because they just went on the road in Corvallis, and although their offense looked terrible in in the second half, they still got the win over a game they weren't favored. It was an upset. They were not favored in that game. And a top 11 team that has shown to be a giant killer this entire year and probably in the civil conflict, civil war, I don't know what they call it anymore next week, is going to be another test for Oregon. I think they did enough to jump a Florida State team that not only struggled in the first quarter, first half against Northern Alabama, but also lost their QB. And I know that's not really fair for um, Florida State. They shouldn't feel as, they shouldn't, you know, be penalized for their quarterback breaking their, the, his leg. First off, prayers up for Jordan Travis. I hope he... He gets a fast recovery, and I hope his playing career is not over. Um, But at the same time, Washington, it was an ugly win, but they got it. I think they jumped Florida State to that fourth spot. And then Florida State falls one spot to that fifth spot. Um, They're still on the outs. They're still looking in. There's still a good chance that they go into the playoff only because a a team above them is guaranteed a loss in Ohio State and Michigan. So there's that. Number six, I think it's Oregon. I think that Oregon is, again, the best one-loss team in the country. Um, I think if Oregon played Washington right now, they would definitely win. Uh, They went on the road against an Arizona State team that tends to be scrappy, tends to be a really tough out for a lot of different teams. And they went in and dominated. Uh, I think Oregon is the best. It's one lost team in the country, and I think they're one of the best four teams in the country, truth be told. Number seven, the thing is, I really want to put Texas here. I mean, Bama here. Um, But the head-to-head with Texas is still alive. The head-to-head with Texas is still alive until probably the um, conference championships because it, it sucks, too, that Texas played Bama this year, um, and we're not going to – One of these teams is going to be, you know, left disappointed, truth be told. So I put Texas at Bama, 7 and 8. Number 9, Missouri. You stay exactly where you got to stay because you just had a really huge win against Florida. Uh, Brady Cook looked great. Missouri football looks amazing right now. I I absolutely love it. I'd love to see it. Uh, Number 10. Louisville stays there uh first off you know I made a prediction a few weeks back um, at the beginning of the season where I said I think I saw Louisville winning eight plus games this year and I said actually I said I'd see them winning 10 games this year and I think that's still, that's still very much possible they just got their ninth victory they're nine and one I am very excited to see um, this Louisville team um actually they no I think they just won their 10th game. I might be I – forget, I forget how the, the rankings work here. Yeah, no, they just won their 10th game, so my my prediction was correct. They are a really good team, and they're in the ACC championship to play Florida State. We'll see what happens there. Um, and then number 11, Penn State. They move up because Oregon State lo- um, loses. Penn State, really weird game against Rutgers. I, I don't know. They – let Rutgers hang in there too long. You know, they don't have an no offensive coordinator anymore. But at the same time, it's just a really weird game, in my opinion. Um, number 13, or number 12, Ole Miss jumps as well. I'm not going to give... I want. I, let's see how much I'm going to have Oregon State slide, but Ole Miss jumps as well because of Oregon State loss. Um, Oklahoma at number 13. They go up one more. Again, I'm not sure how the... Big 12 championship is going to look. I really need to check that out um, because I think Bedlam, um, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State is going to be huge um, in a couple weeks. Anyway, uh, I'm going to put LSU at 14. Um, Jaden Daniels in a perfect world would be the Heisman (laughs) winner this year. Um, LSU had a huge win against Georgia State. And then... I think I'm going to stop the Oregon State slide here. Um, I think. Yeah, I'm going to stop the Oregon State slide here. I think they only dropped to 15. They have a good chance at disrupting a lot of um, hearts next week um, when they go play Oregon um, in, the Apple, in the Civil War. Um, I'm not sure if the Pac-12... Title has been clinched by Oregon, like Pac-12 title birth has been clinched by Oregon. But I have to check. Uh, but either way, I legitimately think that this Oregon State team is still a top fifteen team in the nation. Um, and then at sixteen, I'll put, I'll keep Iowa here um, only because they win a slugfest against Illinois to um, to clinch a, t- a birth in the Bing Ten title game. But Illinois is not a good team. That it's it's not a good team. Brian Francis is going to get a contract extension, and it's not. Oh gosh, yeah no. Um, and then you know, actually, you know, I, I have to keep Arizona here. There's there's no reason for me to move them up too much. Um, if I were to move them up any any further, they would be above teams that they are not better than. And I'm going to keep Arizona at 17. Huge win over Utah. Um, that's probably going to do more for you to, to, against Utah than I'm going to do for Arizona. But huge win for Arizona, killing Utah. And, you know, apparently Cam Rising is going to be playing next year in his seventh season of college football for Utah and Kyle Winningham. We'll see how that goes. Uh, and then 18, we're going to put Notre Dame. Notre Dame with uh, having another weird season, truth be told. They're one of the people that are not that are benefiting from or not. They're not benefiting from playing in a, from not playing in a conference. So they're it, it really goes against them. So they dominate Wake Forest. They play USC this week. USC not a good team this year. I don't I don't know what to say about them. Um, let's go with number nineteen, Kansas State. Kansas State jumps um, UNC because they lost uh, to Clemson. Another Clemson having another weird season. But Kansas State, again, I'm not sure what the Big 12 title race looks like. I, at one point, I said Kansas-Kansas State is going to be one of the t- games to determine who's in the Big 10 title game, and I still think that's a possibility. But, again, I'm not sure. I haven't really been paying attention. I don't know if I'm going to have – I'm not going to have Tennessee drop too far, but they're not not—they're definitely below 20. They're not a top-20 team. Um, but I am going to have Oklahoma State jump into the top 20. Oklahoma State, everyone thought it was over for Mike Gundy, but he shows that he is resilient, and he's still here. Oklahoma State, what a great, great, great win for them. Um, a dominating win for them over Houston. And hello, Tulane. Tulane is... Another team that I don't think I'm going to put them 21. I think I'm going to stop the Tennessee slide here. I think they only dropped three spots because they lose to the number one team in the nation. Granted, it was at home, but I don't think they're going to penalize them that much. Um, so I'm actually going to keep. I'm going to put Tennessee here at 21. And now here's the here's the here's the spot. I'm always I always get worked up with the, the last four because you know. Some people might say hey yada yada you 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 have to keep you know some players in some teams in because they shouldn't drop too much but at the same time I, I don't know what the committee does like is the committee the committee doesn't really they confuse me I don't know if they're they're going to be you know lenient for some teams or if they're going to be against some teams but especially with the stakes of next next week um, I don't think we're going to see do we see a team drop out is the question which one of these teams in the bottom half of the poll is going to drop out That it, obviously Kansas has dropped out they lost to Kansas City, they're gone do they drop Utah out for being for getting beat by a better team five spots above them I think Utah is going to be at the 20 at 25 because you know it's uh, this is this is hard. this is actually hard because I, I really don't know where to put them. Um, but dang, this is really hard. I, I think I'm gonna put Utah at twenty um, I might put them at twenty four. Um, there might be there might be some uh, would I be respectful for putting NC State up there? NC State has been really good as of late. They 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 just beat Yukon, but it's Yukon, right? Like they they have they have North Carolina, but do I keep North Carolina in because they also lost to Clemson? Do I put Clemson in? Uh, I am not putting Clemson in. They're 7 and 4. This is not easy at all. <laughs> um It's, it's, it's crazy too because I look want to rank you at lv but I know that's not possible this is tough this is really tough because there's also i'm gonna I'm gonna do something but i I don't want to be the person who I don't want to be labeled as crazy for doing this but i'm gonna I'm going to put at 22. Oklahoma State, Tennessee, at twenty two, I'm gonna put Tulane. Tulane gets enough to go to twenty-two. At twenty-three. I this is this is tough. At twenty three, I'm gonna stop the North Carolina slide. I'm putting North Carolina at twenty three and I, I don't think they're going to be the way they they've looked i'm i'm not going to be super hard of carolina but i, I want to be the people are going to hate me for this they're going to say i'm crazy for doing this and i i don't think i am necessarily i'm going to put at 24 I'm gonna put Utah no I'm gonna put oh gosh this is gonna hurt to do I'm gonna put Utah and UCLA at 24 and 25 yeah I'm gonna put Utah, U. UCLA at 24 and 25. I, I, I think UCLA's win over, um, over USC is was huge. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm happy with this. I'm happy with this. I wanted to put NC State, but um, a win over UConn shows nothing for me. Um, especially since North Carolina isn't really that good. Um, a lot of people want Liberty in there, but. Is Liberty like – do I want to put Liberty in here? Liberty has been dominant, really. They have a huge win over New Mexico State, too, who was really good this week. They're a bit even dominant, but they haven't really beat anybody. They have a huge game against New Mexico State this week. Huge game. Oh, that's is that the Oh, it's the Conference USA Championship. I didn't realize. Oh goodness. Um maybe and they're 13 and a half point favorites. Jeez. Okay. I think I might the UCLA the UCLA love is was there but I think I might put Liberty at at 25. Yeah, that that's my that's 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 my top 25. I think Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Washington, Florida State, Oregon, Texas, Alabama, Missouri, Louisville, Penn State, Ole Miss, Oklahoma, LSU, Oregon State, Iowa, Arizona, Notre Dame, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, Tennessee, Tulane, North Carolina, Utah, Liberty. That's my top twenty-five with UCLA just outside. That's that's my top twenty-five. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be kicking myself um for that though, because I feel like SMU, NC State also had a chance, but I I want to put UCLA in so bad, truth be told, but oh well. Um yeah, that's my top twenty five. So let's 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 look ahead to next week. I know we don't like to look ahead here, but I, I wanna look ahead. Um where do we stand on the on the games for next week I think I think it's going to be a very very fun week next week you know um we have the egg bowl to start uh the egg bowl last t- mississippi told miss is only 10 and a half point favorites. that's interesting egg bowl on Thanksgiving, I'm I'm excited to watch that. Mississippi State could technically get, make it into a bowl game um, if they win this game, but I don't think they will. TCU-Oklahoma, I think Oklahoma wins that. Uh, I, don't, I, I need to know what the, the, the stakes are for this game, should be told. I, I, I really don't know what the Big 12 looks like right now. Right now, as it stands, the Big 12 championship would be Oklahoma State-Texas. Um, so okay wait that's interesting all right Uh, that's interesting Oklahoma tcu um iowa nebraska that's that's gonna be interesting game to watch because nebraska could also make a bowl game and i remember i did make a prediction that i think i thought nebraska would make a bowl game this year um utsa tulane uh missouri arkansas Texas Tech, Texas. Texas is going to definitely have to look because I, I I do think that's going to be a very, very, very rough game for Texas um, because they haven't really gotten back to what they are good at recently. Uh, Michigan, Penn State, and Fort Field, that's a nothing game. These are all Friday, by the way. And then Friday night, we have Oregon State, Oregon. Like, we have the Apple Cup, the, the Apple Cup, civil conflict, civil war, whatever. Um, Oregon State, Oregon. In Eugene, I think Oregon's gonna beat <laughs> Oregon State, but I Oregon's 13 and a half point favorites. I think they should date that. I think Oregon State is gonna cover that, truth be told. And then Ohio State, Michigan on Saturday. Ohio State and Michigan on Saturday. That is going to be a huge game. Michigan is three and a half point favorites. I think Ohio State wins this game. Um, why do I say this? I think I'm gonna talk about this more later in the week, but oh, I think Ohio State's defense is better than it was last year, and JJ McCarthy has done nothing to prove to me that he can win this game. Like in the last couple weeks, he's looked terrible. He's actually regressed, it seems. Um, and last year, they won this game because it felt like you know he he was gaining steam. And then Jim Harbaugh's not on the sideline. Everything that's going on around Michigan, I think Ohio State wins this game, and not because Kyle McCord or anything are world beaters or anything like that, but. I think that's what's gonna, gonna happen. Um, Kentucky, Louisville, Louisville—they're already in the ACC championship. We'll see what happens. A&M, LSU, a and Super Bowl. Truth be told, uh, I don't—I don't know. Colorado, Utah. Colorado's having a terrible couple of <laughs> games, like terrible. Um, you have the Iron Bowl and Bama, Auburn. Bama's still trying to make the playoff. They still have a chance to. Arizona, Arizona State, Vandy, Tennessee. BYU Oklahoma State, Washington, Washington State, the Apple Cup. I think Washington is going to win this game pretty handedly. Uh, if you had asked me a couple weeks ago, I would have said it would have been closer, but no, I don't. Washington is probably going to make close to the big the Pac-12 championship. Florida, Florida State in the swamp. Huge game for Florida. Here's the precedent. What did what happened a few weeks before? A few years ago, um, in the first college football playoff rankings, when college playoff, football playoff when um, JC Barrett went down, Cardale Jones, Wisconsin killed them in the Big Ten championship. That's what's going to have to happen for Florida State for the committee to safely put them in. Right now, I think they're on the outside looking in. Notre Dame, Stanford. Stanford is weird. I don't even want to talk about them. Georgia, Georgia Tech, Kansas, Cincinnati, North Carolina, NC State, and then Iowa, Kansas State. Iowa State, Kansas State. That's also going to be a huge game for Kansas State's um, Big Twelve championship chances. I cannot wait for this week. It's going to be so fantastic. Um, It's going to be one of the better weeks. And then we have conference championship week coming up. I cannot wait. This is going to be huge. Um, What else did I have on the on the agenda for today? I don't think. Did I talk about everything? Um, I don't know. I'll have to look. I, I think that's everything. It's only 36 minutes long. This is yeah, that, that that's pretty much it. I mean, we'll talk about the college football playoff in depth on the TikTok. Probably stay tuned to the TikTok at Stick to Sports. The follow Twitter at Stick to Sports at Noah underscore Odij on X, Twitter on whatever, whatever DSPs are. This podcast will be on tomorrow. It's gonna be Wednesday. I don't know what time this will come up. It's gonna be Tuesday. I don't know what time I'll uh, put it out, but it's going to be out soon. I cannot wait. Thank you for listening. Like, follow, subscribe, share, everything that helps us, you know, go up in the algorithm or not. This is Sports Podcast with Noah and Logan.